Successful people learn how to make their mind work for them. I'm David Nagel, and this is the Successful Mind Podcast. insightful uh, little statement. And we have to think, I think we have to think about the idea of what do we recognize? What do we actually see? Um, I have one of the, one of the questions that I get uh, to a great extent is how do I see my vision or I can't see my vision or I can't get a complete picture of my vision. Um, and it's a very interesting statement because if you're not seeing the vision of what you either know that you desire or think you might want to desire in your life, it comes down to the question of, well, what do you see? Do you see your past? Do you see past failures, past results, past circumstances, situations, uh, past pains, trauma for your childhood? What do you see? Because what we see precipitates what we speak, right? So the idea of see no evil is really a statement in, I need to stop recognizing what I don't want is some kind of absolute or theory uh, for my life. Here's, this is something that's really important. And I'm kind of putting a little bit of a different spin on this teaching because I've been thinking a lot about it. Um, you know how I've said before, if you're, if you're not getting what you want, if, you get, if you're stuck, if you seem to be struggling with something, the question to ask yourself is, what am I resisting? And it's a fantastic question. I use it to this day. Uh, it works very well for me. Um, and most of the people that I teach it to, it works very well for them also. So the question is, what am I resisting? Whether it's I'm having trouble seeing my vision, I'm having trouble manifesting my desire, I'm having trouble reaching a goal or breaking through to a new level, whether it's consciousness or it's in uh, my material world, what is it that I'm actually resisting? But here's something that's pretty fascinating if you really start to think about it. If you can't see the vision of what you want, because so many people say, I don't know what I want, or I'm having trouble tapping into what I want. We know that you're resisting something, but the question then comes down to, well, what the hell is it that a person's resisting uh, when, they, uh, when they're having this issue? Here's a, here's a big part of what they're resisting. They're not willing to do what it takes to complete the vision. So, when we're talking about spiritual principles, we have something that um, is, is kind of fascinating. It kind of contradicts the way that we're raised. And one of the ways that we're raised is that we have to know everything ahead of time, right? So we need to know how we're going to do something. We need to know what is the way in which we need to do something. We need to know where the resource is going to come from, where are the people going to come from. We need to know, no, 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 all this stuff. And we're taught that from a, from a small child. It is behind the idea of what keeps us safe in life, what gives us a feeling of certainty, what gives us direction, how do we complete things in life. You know, it's behind all of our educational systems. And when it comes to spiritual practices, it's the exact opposite. 
because the, the idea is that what is it that is leading you through your life? What are you allowing to lead you through your life? Well, if we're coming from these principles of we need to know everything, what's actually leading us through our, through our life is control and fear, uh, false ideas, uh, the, the, the fundamental purpose of what we think our life is about. So, I mean, you know, let's face it, most people think their life is about surviving their life, you know, trying to make it through in some uh, realistic or conceptual way that gives us a feeling of control that allows us to make sure that we have enough resources to pay our bills, to live in our homes, to raise our families, uh, to make decisions based on futuristic events, you know, whether we're going to retire or, God forbid, if we were to get sick or disabled. In other words, the ideas of how to manage our life through the vast amount of uncertainties that exist uh, in any human being's life. However, when we're, when we're saying to ourselves, I want a different kind of a life, I want to live based on a different principle, the principle of purpose. Why am I really here? From, from a spiritual perspective, from a universal perspective, I have these great gifts in my intellect. I have the ability to think and reason and choose and create. Uh, I have the ability to focus, to direct my energies in any direction that I want to then manifest what it is that I, what I truly desire. In order to do that, we have to allow spirit to lead us through our life. And it's the great conundrum because in order to allow that to happen, we have to let go. We have to let go of the world that we think we know, the theories that we think we know, and we have to put spiritual principles up in front and say, okay, let, let spirit guide me. Now, I've talked many times about the idea that, that spirit doesn't speak through fear, okay? Um, it's, it only speaks through the idea of telling you which way to go, what to do. It points a direction to move toward, not to move away from. Fear tells you what to move away from. Ego, somebody asked me this question, I think it was yesterday, uh, if ego is, is, is clumped in with fear. No, it's not. Ego can tell you either to move away from something or it can tell you to move toward something. So that's very important to understand that distinction. Fear always tells you to move away from something. Always. Spirit always tells you to move towards something. So now if we're having trouble with our vision and we need, we're, if we're having trouble with our vision and we're, we're using our past experience, no matter what it is, to, to determine whether or not we're going to believe a vision, that's no vision at all. That is no vision at all. That is trying to manipulate spirit to work within the limitations of yourself. And it will you will never get the vision or you will never be able to really buy in anybody else's vision because you're not willing to do whatever it takes. How do we know this? How do we know you're not willing to do whatever it takes? Because you're basically saying I need to know ahead of time what this is going to be so I can decide how I'm going to be safe, how I'm going to control, and if or not I'm willing to do it. And spirit will not relent to that bargain. It won't. It just won't. So you stay where you are. You stay stuck. 
So there's two things to understand about this that are extremely important. One is what am I resisting? The other one is it will always show you, it, the, the, I should say, preface this, the lack of vision, the lack of belief will always show you what you're not willing to do. So there were two very basic principles that I learned early on that, uh, that I have continued to follow. Um, I've taught for a long, long time, and they really make a whole lot of sense. And it breaks it down into, into a simplicity. One is there's, there's two things we need to know and we need to say yes to in order to move forward. One is that we have to have an idea of where we're going. So if that vision is blocked for some reason, everything stops right there. Everything stops right there. You're not moving forward. You're not moving forward based on your life purpose, uh, what spirit has in store for you, the real thing for your life. You're stopped right there. But as far as that, as far as that vision or that goal goes, if you know a little bit of it, that's all you need. And it could be the exact opposite of what you're experiencing now. So the idea is where, where am I going? If I'm in a bad relationship, I may not know the relationship that I want, but I know that I want a better one. If I'm, on if I'm in bad health, I may not know anything about how to get to good health, but I know that I want to be in better health. If I'm in debt and money's not coming in, I may not know the exact amount that I want, but I know that I want more than I'm making now. So I have some idea of what that destination is so I can start heading in that direction. But then there's two questions that have to be answered for the culmination of, of traveling that or traversing uh, that space and time that we all have to do to manifest any goal in our life. And the first one is, am I able to do it? Am I able to do it? This is where the consistent study comes in in a very, very important way. Because if we're studying the wrong things, if we're studying things that tell us that we can't do it or that we're not able, or create any kind of doubt or fear in our mind, we get stuck at that question. We can't answer it from a very confident place in ourselves, even from the hypothetical idea of this. There are so many people that have gone before us in life that shows what the human potential can be if I just base the question on the observation and the historical data of what other people have done in their life we can see that every, every human being is able. We've seen the stories from the most dire situations in a person's life to turning them around and, and living an absolutely incredible life. So many people have done this. So even from that place, we should be able to say, uh, I, know that, I know that theoretically I'm able. And that's enough to move to the second question. But the second question is, what's tr is, is the, like the point of catastrophe for the people that don't make it. And it's, am I willing? Am I willing? Question mark. Dot, dot, dot. Because you cannot answer. You cannot fill in the blank after I'm willing. You either say yes or you're no. Or you're a no. It's yes or no. We have no idea of knowing what it is that we're going to have to be, do, or have for the completion of that journey. That's where the trust of the Spirit has to come in. Now, if you're coming from a place where you're looking, you're trying to answer this question, am I willing? You're looking at your past. If you're, if you're coming from the place of am I able and you're looking at your past, uh, any past, 
right? Whether it's I tried this before or my whole past history, whatever it might be, or somebody else's past, you can't move forward because you cannot put yourself in a place, or I should say, I shouldn't say you can't, you refuse to put yourself in a place where you say yes to I'm willing, I'm willing to do whatever it takes. And that is where the rubber meets the road. That's where all things stop for a person. Every, every uh, person that I've ever coached in my career uh, that has not done it has, has fallen down in that place. Their willingness to do whatever spirit shows them is the next step to do for the completion or even the, 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 the follow through of their journey. They just come to a complete standstill. Now, there's a lot of different reasons for this. The, the thing about it that you have to really understand is that it doesn't matter what the reason or the excuse is, your rationalization of it will stop you just as fast as getting hit by a bus. And that's exactly what we do. Nobody fails. We rationalize quitting. I don't have the money. I don't have the time. I've heard this before. I need something different. I want to get there faster. My spouse will be upset. Uh, yeah, I mean, you, you, you guys all know the excuses. I don't want to continue, like whatever it is, am I willing? And wherever you say no, that's where spirit stops. Because spirit is totally deductive in nature. It can only produce and it will produce whatever you turn over to it. So when you say I'm not willing, for whatever reason, the vision is over. The vision is over. It's almost like you, you know, like you've ever had your cable go out or your satellite go out or your, your internet go out. It's like, boom, that's it. It's done. The cable's been cut. No more vision for you. And it's not a punishment. It's not a criticism. It's that you have then taken back the idea that I'm going to control the way that this has to happen. And it doesn't matter what the reason is, folks. It does not matter. Very often I see people do this out of vindictiveness or passive aggressive behavior. Why? Why do they do it? Because in that moment they don't understand they're giving, they're, they're giving and breathing life into something that's more detrimental than the promise and the excitement of a great future if they were just be willing to let go. We have to really think about this. I mean, we seriously have to think about it because here's another thing. It doesn't matter where you are in the journey. The, the am I willing is a question that stays there forever from birth to death. It stays there forever. And you have to stay in the yes of am I willing. If we get, am I ever going to get there? I never got there before. We tried this before. It didn't work. My childhood suggests that I can't do it. I'm getting flack from other people. We're saying I'm not willing. Because with each step, it requires a complete transformation of the individual. The willingness is to be, I'm willing. And when I say I'm willing, I start to get the vision. And as I start to get the vision, I get the steps. The steps start to materialize. They begin to manifest in my life. They show up as opportunities. Opportunity can be an opportunity to change your mindset. 
It can be an opportunity to say yes or no. It can be an opportunity to increase your income. It'll, it will be an opportunity to advance the vision. So you have to be a yes in whatever the opportunity is. And very often I find people argue with whatever it is that Spirit's sending them. They don't like it for whatever reason. It's not fast enough. It's too much work. I've done this before. I'm not seeing enough progress. But you're arguing with the supreme intelligence that is trying to tell you you can have everything that you want if you will just submit to being obedient to what needs to be done next. When I, when I do things like uh, teaching Art of Success for three days, and the people that'll be in there, there'll be so many people in there that just have absolutely no idea how powerful what I'm teaching them is. It can bring them anything that they want in their life. It can overcome any problem in their life. But they want to hold so fast to the idea of what their reality is that they won't let go. What do you recognize? We have to really ask, what? Yeah, it's gripping at times. It's gripping all the time because it's your reality. I've often said it's not like you're making this up in your mind. You, it's happening. You're experiencing it in your reality. It's your body. It's your energy. It's your spouse. It's your employees. It's your business. It, it's your parents. It's your kids. It's your money. It's your debt. It's your debt collector. It's, it's your government. It, it's, you're experiencing it. And it inundates the senses, right? We've talked about that. We see, hear, smell, taste, and touch. All that information is constantly coming in through those five senses. And it's always triggering the reactive mind. And as it triggers the reactive mind, it tries to hold us. The reactive mind tries to hold us in a place where it thinks that we're safe. But that's the old life. It's the old world. We have to see beyond the suggestion of what we see in our world, and we have to be able to hold the vision. But if we're not willing, if we're not willing, it doesn't matter what excuse or reason you come up with that you're not willing, you stay right where you are. And it becomes toxic. It becomes toxic to everybody around you. Because it's not even like you're trying, you're just not willing. And that, it, that paralyzes the sense of a person's mind, it, it paralyzes any ambition that they have. And what, we, what did we talk about when we talked about the, the psychological biases? We then start to look for validation for our belief. And of course, we'll find it. We'll totally find it because we can validate anything. Right, wrong, good, bad. We can, val we, we can validate it. We do validate it. And then we use that from the premise of stuck in our own stubbornness to not move forward. And we make a big error because then we see other people move forward and we have to come to some kind of resolution in our mind around that. Steph and I do a really big teaching around vindictive patterns in our Date With Your Dark Side program. Vindictiveness is, man, it's hell. It is just hell to get into that mindset. Because we stand on the righteousness of how we feel in that moment, and it's not good. We just keep creating more. So 
Again, I'm coming from U.S. Anderson's Three Magic Words. Uh, it's a great book. Uh, there's some real controversial stuff in here that would probably challenge you to your core if you get the book, so just know that. You don't have to agree with everything in there, but take out of it what works for you and whatever else, just do whatever you want with it. But he has, but he has something here called See No Evil. And he says, thought into the great creative universal subconscious mind plus faith can equal only one thing, and that is physical reality. Physical reality. It matters not whether the thought is good or evil. If the faith is there, it will manifest, for that is the law. Thought plus faith creates. And that can go in any direction. We can think something that we don't want and have the faith, the, the, the faith that it's going to go all wrong, and of course we'll manifest that in our life. When we hear faith, we always we have to understand faith can go either way. Law polarity uh, exists with absolutely everything. So I talked about the goal, the vision. You have to know where you go. You have to be able to answer the two questions. Am I able? Am I willing? And then it does something fantastic. If you, if you, if you do that process, it does something fantastic. And it becomes the essential key for you to really stay conscious about where you're going. What does it do? It tells you where you are in your journey. And the two things that we need to know to be able to go from one place to the other is to, number one, know where we are. Number two, we have to know where we're going. Know where we are and know where we're going. Incidentally, the, the hardest part of this is the knowing where we are because this is where we battle the ego. This is where we battle the fear. Knowing where we are is where are we in our own growth? Where are we in our own awareness of who we really are, of what spirit really is? Uh, where are we in our own manifestation? Where are we in our reality? But it, it allows something that is just like, like wonderful, isn't even close to the word that a person could use for this. Spirit or the universe will show you where you are and what the next step is. Every single time, if we stay in this process, the universe brings us the next step. But we have to, but there, but then that's where we have to bring clarity out of confusion. So this is why I say see no evil. Like, what do you recognize at this juncture of the manifestation of your own purpose? What do you see? What does your consciousness see? What is it telling you? So if it's spirit, it'll always tell you, go this way. Right? Remember, spirit points the direction in which to move. So generally, it presents to you an opportunity to change something, to learn something, to be, do, or have something. That opportunity that shows up for you will require a sacrifice. Every single time, it requires a sacrifice. You have to study the law of sacrifice. You have to understand the law of sacrifice. But in short, it means giving up something of a lower nature 
to attain something, to receive something of a higher nature. So as something shows up in my life, where's the struggle in this going to be? So it's coming at me where I am in my own journey. It's going to ask me to sacrifice something. What? The next step that must be sacrificed for me to grow into a bigger version of myself. And this is the part that really confuses people because very often they get hit with the same sacrifice over and over again and they think, I've already done that. But they haven't done it clean. They haven't really done it. They may have done some, some of it in the motions, but they haven't really grown through it. One of the big ones, the, one of the very first ones that people hit is money. Because you're never going to get the resources that you want unless you're freely willing to sacrifice the all-important dollar to you in order to attain the information or the opportunity in, for you to get. Another one is time. And more than just time, it's how you use time. What is it that you fill your 24 hours with? that you're willing to sacrifice to attain something, to be more, do more, and have more. But regardless of what it is, it's sacrifice. It could be the sacrifice of a relationship. It could be the sacrifice of an idea or an ideal that we're holding that's kept us safe all of our life. It could be the sacrifice of a behavior. It could be the sacrifice of a habit. It could be the sacrifice of spending money more in, in a way that, that's not comfortable for you. Because maybe you're not making a whole lot yet. You start to go into the rationalization. I can't spend anymore. I'm not making anymore. And the spirit doesn't care what it is. It's trying to teach you a lesson. Because whatever, if you, if you, if you make the decision to move into what spirit's showing you, then whatever it is that you need for the completion of the sacrifice must also be there. So it precipitates the next sacrifice. What is the next sacrifice? What is the next thing I have to let go of in order to get something greater? Remember, so like, especially when we're talking about money, because most of you here want to make a lot more money. If you're not willing to sacrifice a little bit of money in order to gain the knowledge to make more, you can't ever get there. But your thought process is, when I make more, then I'll sacrifice the money. It doesn't work that way. And it's so hard for people to get through that. Or they say, when I have, when there's, when I can see that there's better friends for me there, I'll let go of the toxic ones. Or when I can see that there's maybe a better mate for me, I'll let go of the toxic one that I have. So it's like we want this visual verification ahead of time, but you don't get it. You get it in the vision, but you can't get the vision until you're willing to let go and make the sacrifice. And it doesn't matter how many times you've attempted this in the past, you cannot deny when the universe says this is where you are, accepting this is where you are, is that's the, that's the deal. You have to be in acceptance. If you don't accept it, you don't get it. You don't get the next step. You don't get the vision. You don't get the way to get there. All of that is precipitated by your willingness to say, I'm able, I'm willing, 
I will sacrifice in the, in the moment, whatever it is that shows me, and I will take action on the thing that is presented to me to move forward. The ego can go either way. If the ego speaks, it can get very confusing because the ego could say, do this, don't do this. But you always know it's the ego when confusion is within that thought process because you're not bringing truth. When you're in confusion, it's the ego. See, when you're in fear, there's, there's no confusion. You're just scared. Think about that. Fear brings clarity. At least you know that you're afraid. But the ego, boy, that thing just, that clouds everything up. So we know fear. We're starting to understand the ego brings in confusion. That's how it keeps us stuck in the same pattern, in the same reality, in the same conditions, in the same mindset. The clarity in the moving forward is always spirit speaking to you, but the problem that it generates is that it's coming to you with the thing that you're holding on to that you're resisting letting go of. So if you're coming from the place of, I'm not going to do this, and then you give all your reasons and rationalizations and excuses behind it, spirit doesn't care. You just stay there. You just stay where you are. Believe you will fail, and you will. Believe you will succeed, and you will. Believe you will be well, and you will be well. Believe you will be sick, and you'll be sick. Believe you are unloved, and you, and you are. Believe you're unattractive, and you are. Verily I say unto you, if you have faith as the grain of a mustard seed, you shall say unto this mountain, move hither, and the mountain shall move. Evil could not be anything other than the result of man's belief. Observe the triad of the Orient. See no evil, hear no evil, speak no evil. Once it follows like the night, the day, there can be no evil. Shuddering mankind, grasping at the edges of truth since the ancient civilizations of the Orient, has never been thoroughly convinced that this belief could make his life godlike in beauty and abundance and harmony and achievement. Recognize where you want to go and what you're willing to do and let go of both the ego and the fear and be willing to step in and sacrifice whatever is next. It is the fastest way to go from A to Z, right? It's the fastest way to get there. And everything comes with it, but you have to trust. You have to trust. So again, there's that word trust, right? Back to Alanya Van Zandt's book, Trust. If you don't trust yourself because you know you're not gonna do whatever it is that the universe is suggesting that you do to get there, you don't see any more of the vision. And that's when people become bitter, vindictive, jaded, hurt, sad, self-pity, delusional, and they double down on the bias of verifying their, their position. And the, and the thing is, is they get to be right for themselves. They stay right where they are. They don't move forward. And the, the visualization, the reality of everybody else moving forward, regardless of their opinion, really fucks with their mind in a huge way. So you have to be careful of this. You have to be very, very careful. Part of, part of your study needs to be the reason why you're continuing to go on this journey. 
because it will always ask you to sacrifice that which does not serve the vision that you hold in your heart. And you have to be willing to say yes to let it go and step into the new idea. That's it. Thanks for listening to the Successful Mind Podcast. And if you like what you heard and you want to know more, go to davidnagel.com forward slash free stuff.